Hello, everyone, and welcome to E Equals MC Paired, a podcast that crafts effective, motivated creatives who are stifled by procrastination and mediocrity. It's your host, Kimberly Gray, here for another week. Thank you guys again for listening to the podcast. Remember, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, do so today. Share the podcast for like-minded individuals who you feel can benefit from hearing the information that I provide on a weekly basis. Also, thank you to my new listeners and to my listeners internationally. I'm really, really excited about that and just really want to thank each and every one of you who take the time to dedicate 20 minutes of your day to just really listen to the podcast. It really, really means a lot to me. So this week, let's talk about this week. Um, What great things have happened? So many great things. The weather has been amazing. My mom celebrated her birthday. Happy birthday, mom. Thank you for listening to the podcast, for supporting the podcast and, you know, giving me feedback that you're able to give me every week when you do get the chance to listen. I appreciate you. I love you. And happy birthday again. Um, What other shout outs can I give? Hey, it's graduation season. I know there's lots of individuals out there who's getting ready to walk the stage. My son being one of them, he's graduating this year from high school. I'm so proud of him and very, very excited for his future. And I know a lot of friends who have children who are graduating this year. I see a lot of the pictures being shared. Prom season is upon us. There's so many exciting things happening. So I just want everyone to be proud of all that you've accomplished. If you're a graduate, you don't have to be a graduate from high school. You could be a graduate um, in college. You could be a person who decided years later to finally go and get that degree. Just be proud of what you've accomplished. And I am excited to see greatness that comes your way once you've taking all of that information, taking all of those years of hard work and studying and formulate them into an exciting career. So guys, let's get right into it with the quote of the week. The quote of the week comes from Aristotle. I have been researching different writers and I came across Aristotle amongst some other ones because I wanted to take it back into history and really look into how writing emphasize or how it, you know, emphasize arts, the arts of, of, you know, the past and how things were done that way, because we all, it all started somewhere, right? So I really wanted to look at some of the old writers and I was looking at quotes and I found Aristotle's quote. And so I just wanted to feature him as the feature his quote as the quote of the week. And as you know, I always have a little interesting thing to say about each person that I decide to quote. So a little bit about Aristotle. Who is he? Well, he is an ancient Greek philosopher and scientist who is still considered one of the greatest thinkers in politics, psychology, and ethics. He also founded his own school called the Lycium in Athens, where he spent most of the rest of his life studying, teaching, and writing. So I looked at a few facts about Aristotle and one of the ones that really resonated with me was the way that he delivered his art, the way that he delivered his thoughts into writing and I related to it a lot and I'll tell you why. So his works are mostly in the form of notes and manuscript. I say this a lot on the show. I do I do that very well. <laughs> I can write notes. I, I have things 
When it comes to taking notes, I have things scattered all over because I'm a person that when something pops in my head, I have to write it down. I don't have time to really categorize it, line it up really neatly. It's just all over the place. So I was a little bit relieved to know that I wasn't the only person in the world who does things like this. So Aristotle, uh, he does a lot of his works mostly in the form of notes and manuscript. And his work comprises a set of dialogues, records of scientific observations, and systematic works which his students looked after and later passed them on to their own students. So essentially, his writings and his works weren't specific like thesis. It wasn't a full drawn out map of this is exactly what you need to get from this. It was really just ideas, written down notes, and his students would then later take those and use that information to further teach the the philosophies that he obtained from observations and such. So I think that's a little bit, I guess for some creators like myself, that's a little bit like assuring, right? Because often we feel like in order for our writings and in order for things to be respected, they have to have a certain plat like a f certain dialogue and a certain map of how it needs to be done. And I think for creators, the most important thing is to really just get it out there to really take your ideas and to project it in some form rather than be so focused on it being detailed. And I think that's the difference between right, right brain, left brain, one's logical, one's creative. So automatically the way you portray the information that's in your brain may be a little bit more creative. And maybe that's the reason why Aristotle did that. Who knows? Maybe I'm just believing that because that's how I am. Who knows? <laughs> Anyway, so let's get into the quote that inspired me to feature him this week. The quote from Aristotle says, It is well to be up before daybreak, for such habits contribute to health, wealth, and wisdom. Now, the reason why I chose this quote is because this is something that I have decided this week, earlier in this week, to do. I think that if you take an hour of your day in the morning, wake up, detach yourself from social media, fully be present in the moment, wake up early to do that. You give yourself more time to really realize what you want to accomplish throughout your day. Waking up early allows you to have a clearer focus, which helps with your health. Um, it allows you to really take time to you know, focus or reflect on the day before and see what you could do differently today. So I really like this quote and it encourages me to want to increase time because we only have the hours that we're awake to produce. When we're sleeping, we're, we're not producing. We do need our sleep, of course. You want to get enough rest. But when you wake up early and you sacrifice those hours that you could get some more sleep that you don't necessarily have to get to more sleep, but you could get more sleep and wake up and start your day with a um, clear mind and with the mentality like, I'm going to produce something today. I think it definitely lines you up for success. So again, I love that quote by Aristotle. So let's talk about our topic of the week. I really, really wanted to talk about productivity because it is essentially the opposite of procrastination. 
and just talking to a lot of friends and listeners of the show, it continues to be the struggle that many of us have, but in different formats, in different ways. So I wanted to talk about the five P's that I believe foster productive habits. Um, the opposite of procrastination is productivity. And as easy as it is to wake up one day and say, hey, I'm going to get things done. There are realistically so many things that could block that within a day. Some things you have control over, some things you don't, unfortunately. So I really wanted to talk about no matter what your issue is, five things that you can follow to bring you to a place where you're less confused about what you have to do. You have a clear focus and vision and understanding of why you're doing. And and when you have that vision, it allows you to gain the motivation to get things done. So everyone, depending on their life, their experiences, have their own productive obstacles that they face. So in, in order for me to do this in a way where I can relate it to a specific scenario, I'm going to create an avatar. I'm just going to create an individual that I can make up to kind of describe and explain how these five principles could help the specific person. So our avatar, I'm going to call, I'm going to say him, I'm going to call him Paul. Okay. Paul is a director at a very promising company. He's in his late thirties, but he feels that his opportunities have kind of stalled. He's kind of bored with corporate. He's at a place where he knows that he has these gifts and these ideas that he can use to make his life feel a little bit more fulfilling and add value to others. So he currently has uh, a couple business plans written up for startups that he would like to desire, that he would desire to launch one day. He has a few books that he's working on and he has manuscripts for. He's also working on about maybe three screenplays for movies that he can pitch. Paul's problem is that he doesn't know what to do and he doesn't know how or when to focus his time. Now, how many of us can say that we, we can feel that? I mean, I have. I, I struggle with that today. And I had to really sit down and think about what are some things that I can do to make my productivity seem a little bit more realistic? Because I think that is what it is for most people is that we just cannot see the visual concept of how all these things can be managed. And then what ends up happening is we feel overwhelmed and we just go along to plan A, which is that corporate job, which promises a check and it promises, you know, certain things that we have that little cushion of security and we put these things on the back burner. And then you have some avatars that don't have that cushion. They may just be individuals who took a risk and jumped and said, hey, I'm ready to do something, but I feel overwhelmed and I don't know where to start. So hopefully these five steps will get each of you a little bit closer to being more productive and understanding how to manage your time. So if you have a pen and paper, definitely take some time to write these down and use yourself as an avatar and place yourself in these positions and see how they all work for you. So the first P of the productivity um, of fostering productive habits is problem. 
what's the issue? You know, what is the problem that you're facing? For In Paul's case, he wants to accomplish so many things, but he has a hard time knowing how and when to focus his time. So I think it's very important for you to actually know what your problem is. We can say that, hey, I just don't know what to do, but what's the problem? Is your problem that maybe you don't know what to do? You don't have these, like in, in Paul's case, he has several things that he'd like to do. You might be in a position right now where you just simply don't know what to do. So the first thing I want you to do is state and write down what your problem is. Okay. The second P is plan. These are the steps that it will take for you to fix the problem. Now in Paul's case, because he has books, manuscripts, business plans, all these things, what he can do for his plan is to choose a day of the week to dedicate research on each project. Monday, he can dedicate time to only businesses. Tuesday, he can dedicate his time to his books. Wednesday, he can dedicate time to his screenplays. Thursday and Friday, he can maybe break those down a little bit more and just make things a little bit less confusing. Because if we try to choose one day to touch on each project that we have, you're just going to become overwhelmed. You're going to crisscross stories in your head. You're going you're gonna to mix up thoughts. And the thought that you have for the book idea is going to fall into the, the screenplay idea. And it's just going to become overwhelming. And then you're going to want to give up again. So for an individual like Paul, a great idea is to dedicate each day to one thing that you would like to do. If you just have one idea, dedicate specific things that need to be done for that idea by day. So let's say you have an idea to open up a business. Monday, you can dedicate it to be working on your business plan. Tuesday, you can dedicate that day to work on all the legalities that come with opening a business. Like what type of licenses do I need to acquire? What type of, you know, certifications do I need? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, so on and so forth. Just dedicate each day to a specific thing that lines up to what it is that you're wanting to produce. Okay. So, so far you've identified your problem. You've set out your plan. The third thing is purpose. You need to have a defined and understood outcome. And you need to ask yourself some questions that will allow you to understand how it's going to cultivate this habit. So if you have it like this, this is a prime sentence to ask yourself or to say to yourself, if I do not do blank, I will not be able to achieve blank. So in Paul's case, if I do not choose a day of the week to dedicate each research, to dedicate research on each product, I will not be able to achieve the clarity that I need to focus and make sure that I get things done. So you need to know what you lose. You need to know what could hint, what could, what the cause and effect is if you don't do that plan. The next P that I have that is very, very important in this process is practice. You need to make it part of your day through whether it's actions or even affirmations to make sure that you keep yourself motivated to move forward. Because by the time you get 
to that third one, things can feel a little bit overwhelming. You still may have a little bit of uncertainty, but when you put things into practice, that's when things feel a little bit more realistic and you can actually create a visual concept on paper, on your computer that, you know what, I'm actually making this happen. So even if it's something that you don't write or if you're not physically working on it, give yourself an affirmation, write down in journal, you know, this is how I'm feeling right now. This is where I'm at. This is what I know I can do to get myself to this other level in this process. Or obviously, so listen to a podcast. I have a podcast, but I have 10 plus other podcasts that I listen to on a week to week basis because they give me motivation. They give me ideas. They keep me up to date with different, you know, trends and, and practices that people in my field are doing. And it gives, gives, keeps me motivated. So do things, practice crafts and practice actions that are going to make you stay focused and give you the, you know, the want to keep on going. So we've talked about stating your problem, creating a plan, knowing your purpose, and making practice. The fifth one is patience. And let me tell you why this is so, so very important. Whenever we have an idea, we have a big light bulb that pops up over our head and we're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. What you have to understand is the light bulb is individualistic. You are the only person that can see that light bulb. You can see the size of that light bulb. You can see the the brightness of that light bulb. You can see if it's a little bit dim because you're not 100% sure how you want to get it done. Or it could just be blinding because you're like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is what I've been waiting for. Just because you have your aha moment, you need to give others time to develop and understand your revelation. So one of the huge reasons people give up on a habit is because they feel discouraged. Have patience with yourself. Acknowledge your victories. If you added two sentences to your journal, be okay with that. Even if there's small wins, don't discount yourself because there are a lot of individuals who give up completely and staying in the game is by far way more honorable than just throwing in the rag, you know? There are steps that you've taken to get you closer to your product and you need to give yourself credit for that. Then you also need to be patient with others. Just because you are ready to change doesn't mean that others around you receive the same revelation that you have. Your newfound actions of practice and if you take them seriously, they can create and invite just that vision for you. It creates a clear path for other people to receive your vision as a reality in the same way that will resonate and stick for them. So be careful not to become impatient and frustrated with the other person's response and reaction to your revelation. So again, I just want to summarize. Know your problem. Make your plan. Understand your purpose. Stay in practice and have patience. If you are able to follow those five steps to create and foster productive habits, you will be amazed at what you are able to accomplish. Well, folks, thank you again for being patient with me and tuning in to another episode. And as always, I leave you with the task to remember, effectiveness equals motivation by creatives paired.
apply the equation, and manifest nothing short but amazing.